0: Welcome to episode 282 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right guys, welcome along to episode two eight two of I am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James. Isles. How you going, mate? I'm
1: very good. Back in the studio. Back in the studios, and it's, it's going to rain outside, mate. It is, and we've got the parade for the world champions in Christchurch today, the Woo-woo! world rugby champions.
0: We had the game on the weekend. I, for those of you who don't know much about rugby, the All Blacks won the world championship last weekend, and to be honest, we went into the game, we had a game of the week beforehand where we played bloody well, and everyone thought we were going to dominate dojo,
1: but John, we didn't dominate dojo, did we? They didn't play. They gutsed it out. They didn't play to have quite any potential, but, so well. Uh, it was a very nerve-wracking game, but they won, and... You wouldn't, if you're not from New Zealand, you would not believe what impact it's made on this country. So it's, yeah, it's uh, been it's really interesting
0: eh? for, for the right reasons too. It's been really, really positive, and uh, yeah, like it's, it, I imagine, like in, as in because it's a small country, it was such a big, you know, it's such a big, sport. As big as it gets. It yeah, not get any bigger than this. And that's pretty awesome. So uh, that's all good. I am talk is proudly brought to you
1: by Coffees dot com for the world's most amazing coffee athletics.com where oh, you're hanging off your mates and extreme endurance makes you go faster okay John where we'll go on this week's show we've got uh, a bit of a wrap up of Kona because uh, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, been in the studios and just a bit they of the might a be kona out John we'll you well i have got one more piece of Kona thing coming up next week that I'll talk about in a second oh, really? a bit of news um, we've got Justin Deer from endurancecorner.com um, talking a little bit about speed work and then we've got a few sort of questions and comments at the end
0: okay so in news this week we're going to pretty much do a quick wrap up of what happened in Kona and John, uh, tell me what you're thinking.
1: Well, we, I, was, I thought I'd just have a look at Torsten's because he statistically looked at the field and said, right, these guys are the favourites. Um, but I thought it'd be interesting to see where the statistics came through and the guys that were favoured, how they did. So he had his uh, his safe bets, Marino, Andreas, and Crowy. And we know Crowy obviously took it out. Um, Andreas was was uh, good in third. Um, Marino DNF'd. He had knocking on the door. Tim O'Donnell and Nico Lannis, Timo Bracht, Rainer Tissing, and Farisel Sultan. So Tim O'Donnell DNF'd. Nico DNF'd. Timo Bracht uh, he was one he was fourth fifth. Four Rainer Tissink, he was seventh, so pretty good. And Faris Al Sultan was tenth, so those ones were were knocking on the door. Um, but his outside chances, some of them didn't uh, have fantastic days. Rasmus Henning, he was down there in got it, third, fourteenth. Yeah. Uh, Andreas Boucherie, he's um, he's certainly one of the up and comers. He didn't have the the greatest marathon, but he uh, he came eighth, so I think look out for him in the years to come. Chris Lieto, as we know, sort of um, blew up on the. The run, um, Michael Golner, can't see his name there in the top 15. I've only pulled off the top 15. And Luke Bell, I don't know if he finished. He was he was up there out of the swim. He um, was going pretty well for a, for a while there, but I'm not sure what happened to and him. And Ronnie Shilnick, I'm not sure where he finished, but he was uh, well down after the swim. So statistically, you know, probably about a 50-50 sort of... Uh, 50-50 sort of pick there he, he didn't have Pete Jacobs on there um, Out of his any of his picks And he didn't have Dirk Bockel um, Pete had the fastest But bases it on results, doesn't he? Mm. So, mm. you know, it's not based it. on what he thinks It's no. actually based on
0: statistical analysis Of what's happened So, you know, it's it, one of those things Where statistics, you know,
1: give us a bit of an overview But they aren't really going to show the facts, are they? And I think the, the one thing with Kona You get so many explosions Yeah. Um, yeah. So, if we I'll just run through quickly through the top ten Because um, when we were over there We really focused on the winners and the interviews we didn't really actually look at things too closely. If you haven't checked it out, Craig Alexander said new course record of eight hundred three fifty six. Pete Jacobs had the fastest run of the day with a two forty two, um, but he was you know um, like seven five, minutes off the five, bike, six, yeah. five or six minutes down at the end. Andreas Australia and this is where Mecca um, sometimes says you know results don't necessarily tell the story of the day. But whilst he was in third, uh, he was threatened. He wasn't, it was it was. It was if anybody was going to catch Crowy, it was probably going to be Andreas Reiter, and he went after it um, in the first half of the run, but then faded. So whilst he finished third, you know he he really went for the win yep. um, and paid the price. He was third. Dirk Bockel, great result in fourth. Timo Bracht um, came through quite well on the run in fifth. Mike Aragos um, from Switzerland, that was an outstanding result yeah. for him. Six. Um, nobody picked him. Reinart Tissink, he was uh, came back from sick, sickness and uh, got seventh. He'll be. Um, We're a little bit disappointed with his run, but I think still stoked to to be there. Yep. And then uh, Andy Bouchery, who was uh, he was leading for a long time last year, he was in eighth, and, and look out for him moving up the rankings. He only ran a, a three hundred one, so if he could have run. You know, like I say, a two fifty or something, he would have been right up there, um, knocking on the door of the podium. Mm. Luke McKenzie, a lot of people were impressed with his his race um, in ninth place. Only ran a three oh five and managed to still get ninth. So I think that shows what a great swimmer he He did a is. lot of work on the bike. Oh, he did a one. lot of work on the huge. bike. You know, like he was pulling, you know, big crews along, and he did a lot of work. So it's a great result for him in ninth, and then Ferris uh, hung tough there in tenth place. Yep. So, um, thought it would also give a bit of love for the first age group athlete. Wow. In At a time of 8 48 26th overall, Bas Diderin. Uh, and he was from he's from the Netherlands. He swam a 54, rode 451, and ran 258. So, really balanced across the day there. So, pretty outstanding. Eh? That 48. is amazing,
0: eh? It's like, as an age group athlete, cheap creepers, eh? Mm. That's
1: fantastic stuff. And the girls, what's happened? Well, he's 30, he was 31 years old, which is going to be interesting when we took a look at the first uh, female um, age group as well. The girls side of things, as we, we knew, it was a, a lot different race this year for, for Chrissy for a number of reasons. Um, had a poor swim with the 101, um, but we know the reasons behind that, rode 456, which which certainly wasn't the, the fastest ride of the day, you know, you had Caroline Steffen riding 450 Karen Thurig riding 444 um, so she was uh, not quite the force that she sometimes is on the bike, and then Chrissy do, ran Do you think that's about the injury as well? Oh yeah, I'm sure But was, you know, it, like, because you wouldn't normally be as fast as Thurig, but no, how no. far would you normally be behind Karen, I would have thought she would have been. Uh, I think she would have normally been a bit bit quicker than that. Okay, you know, probably probably a, a, a lower two, a lower four fifty in those conditions. Yeah, okay, and then an outstanding two fifty two um, run for an eight fifty five total, which uh, I, I still hate to think how fast she would have gone if she'd been a hundred percent fit. Oh uh, yeah, she would have just obliterated the course record. I think. Marooned um, Carfry, uh, as we know, yeah you know, with. When you, when you were watching the race, she looked electric on the run, but she only ran, you know, sort of 30 seconds quicker than, than Chrissy. And Chrissy didn't look like she was running that fast, but she's just so much bigger and so much taller. Mm. Um, less turnover, but, over, but Yeah, know. so she was uh, two minutes or nearly nearly three minutes back in second. Uh, Leander Cave had a great race in third. Rachel Joyce in fourth. Karen and faded a bit on the run there in fifth. And then Karen Therig was six with an outstanding ride, and then she's, uh, she's retired now, so it's the last we're going to see from her. Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay. it. Uh, Sonja uh from Germany was six and 915. Heather Wertel, um, it's her best result in Kona, I think, in an eighth and 917. Catelyn Snow, very fast run as she always does with a two fifty three. She was that girl in the the pink and black sort of avia Very thing. friendly girl. Eh? She's running long. Everyone's going, yeah. you was going a smile away. She's fun Her turnover was uh, even even fast. She was so well, she well back off the bit. bike too, wasn't she? So she ran up very fast. Very fast um, turnover. Very high cadence. She was ninth, and then Virginia Barista Tagi was tenth in tenth and nine nineteen. So I think. I don't know, just looks to me a lot closer across the board. You know, you've only got 25 minutes covering the top 10 girls. I think normally you'd have a lot bigger spread than that. So uh, good to see some close straights. And Kat Morrison just missed out on the top 10. I know.
0: She, she said we've got to get her on a show. Mm-hmm. She's, been, she's breeding pigs. She's breeding oh, pigs. Well, I don't know she's breeding pigs. She's got a pig, she was telling me.
1: Um, oh. And then the first age group, group female? Was uh, Beat... Goetz, I'm going to say it's G-O-E-T-Z from Germany. E-R-T-Z. and she finished
0: uh, in 9:32, and she actually got 14th place, no, 15th, 15th place overall.
1: Incredible. She she she's 42 years old. 42, and I'm not saying 42 is old or anything, but when you're racing against, well, the, we're getting the, closer to the age now, John, exactly. aren't we? You know, when you're racing against, this is she got 14th over for 15th overall, and that's in the world pro, championship. Pro yeah, there's not, not like a normal
0: Ironman where you can age group and get top 10. Yeah, because there's only five pros there. This is like the top
1: top in the world. So she swam one oh nine, so clearly not swimming is not her forte. She rode a four fifty eight and that's you know, so that's basically the same as as Chrissy and uh what did Mirinda Carfrey? So she out rode Miranda Carfrey by six minutes. She rode the same as Leander Cave and Rachel Joyce, so she must be a machine on the bike, and, uh, and then ran a good solid 3.18 for a 9.32.05. Very a bad very at the
0: office. So overall, your uh, thoughts on Kona? <coughs> I know we've got kind of, Is he's dying next to me here? Uh, I know you've... Wait, you're still dying. Are you all right? You're make I'm it? I'm good. Uh, overall, what's your thoughts on Kona? Just, just a couple of weeks down the track.
1: Uh, I thought the, the guys' race ended up being more interesting than I thought. When we first saw Crowe running along, yeah, really over, drive, we, thought. we thought game over, but it did end up panning out um, quite a bit of interest out there, which was good. Girls' race was fantastic. You, you give us your thoughts, Bevan. Die again?
0: <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I thought the guys' race wasn't as exciting as what we hoped it could be because Crowy was just so strong on the bike that it, it really did kind of, you know, as much as Pete kind of started catching him and Ray looked, looked like he's catching him, you still felt crowy He had it. You felt he was probably going pretty comfortable. He would have known his key splits. If the pressure was on, he probably could have lifted his game, so I, that was pretty inter- you know it wasn 't that fascinating, but the girls' race was really great. you know mm. The injury to Christy this year did make the race really exciting and she i think in in the future you know it will be interesting to see where she will rate this one. I think it may go down as one of her favorite
1: wins because of the adversity she had to go to going into that race. i'd be interested to know what people think at some stage is whether Crowie will go down as one of the greatest Iron men of all time or not um, because Yes, he's won Conan now three times, which is an incredible achievement, but he hasn't really done any other Ironman. I mean, you know, he did Coeur d'Alene this year, but he hasn't gone off and done other Ironmans like you would get other athletes doing, say uh, Peter Peter Reed or someone who won Australia X number of times. He won Canada. He went off and won Ironman Austria and won a huge amount, amount of other races. Same with, say, Macca. He won in Australia five times, done Germany, done Rote, done all those ones, whereas Crowy Across the board, you know, Olympic distance non-drafting races outstanding, 70.3s outstanding, won world titles, incredibly consistent results in Kona. But he hasn't done any other Ironman races. And I don't think that will impact us. I don't think it will.
0: Because, uh, A, yeah. I, I think our, our sport as a uh, collective don't really necessarily care about what happens outside mm-hmm. Kona. Kona is so Kona dominant. And I think for the purists, for people who've been around for the sport for a long time, they may go, well, you know, if you compare him to Peter Reed, maybe Peter had a better overall career as an Ironman. But really most people aren't even going to look at Kona. And I think it's partly because nowadays in particular, in this time, like maybe in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, in the early days, even up until, you know, early 2000s, you know, to go and win road, it was still a big thing every year, you know, to go win Germany, to go win some of those other races around the world was still pretty significant. But now with the watered down of so many races, Mm. but it'll be interesting, I suppose, going forward, When we have the regional championships... If they take off. Yeah, like if they take off and they become quite competitive, maybe in the future that will be something that Mm -hmm. people will look to, okay, he won New York four times and three corners. Yeah. That will probably sit on top. But Corey didn't really have that option, so...
1: It's true. But I think, you know, he's got the world record... Three wins, he's got to get in as a legend I think so, and I think what will be most satisfying for him is He's a bit like Macca, he's won in different circumstances now Where he's, uh, yep. he's won it as a running race And now this time round he's won it as an all-round a triathlete, triathlete yeah a Great swim, outstanding bike and outstanding runs So uh, well, yeah, good to see Well that's pretty much our Kona coverage wrapped up, John So uh, One other thing right? Oh no, no it's not No it's not, no it's not One more question, I've got one more question One more question <laughs> So next week we're, we're going to have the great am Talk Kona auction I've got a bag, oh, nice. and
0: my, my swag bag. The swag bag.
1: John just picked up every piece of paper he could find. We've got uh, we've got a little box of uh, of Wheaties with uh, whoever's on the front. Nice. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's Maca probably. We've got a, a media T-shirt. Oh, can um, you even have a tour of those, John? I think i have got one of those yeah. lying around somewhere. Uh, we've got we've got the collector's edition. There's only ever been six of these made in the history of the world of our I am Talk bike. J- oh, I am, nice. I am Talk uh, T-shirt. Yeah, it's a large. It's a large. Um, we've, kept, we've got a mug. Um, an Ironman mug from, from Kona this year we've got a program we've got a poster uh, and any other junk that I could pick up we've got it <laughs> next year it is going to be some, some quality and this year it's still going to be good and the money raised is going to go to Challenge Athletes Foundation you get the at John War. In the run. I could put them in there if three yeah. people, they can really be a special tack on if they wanted to. I don't think it's going to make much more money. No.
0: Okay, John, coming up, we've got right now, we've got Beach, uh, Beach to Battleship, which is a race that's been happening for quite a few years. It's sold, it's sold out. It's have got a half and a full, and I was just on the website yesterday and um, sold it's out. great. So it's all good. Yeah, awesome. And then, and then one other thing that's got happening is uh, the Midnight Man Iron Man Distance event launches in Kent. So some guys in Kent have actually put together a race that's going to be going on the 18th of August in 2012, and it's going to start at 11 a.m. on August, and it was 11 p.m. It starts at 6 p.m. Doesn't it? Oh no, sorry, the cut off. 6 p.m. on Saturday, the 18th of August. Finishing is on Sunday, the 19th, which is my birthday. So you're going to have some birthday cake at the end. <laughs> nice. uh, it's, it's it's a cool idea. It's interesting that racing through the middle of the night. What do you think? It would be interesting. Providing it's
1: well lit, I think it would be fantastic.
0: Well, I imagine they'll be pretty easy to maintain because traffic's going to be pretty light in the middle of the night, isn't it? Well, it sounds like they've got a, a relatively compact circuit. Yeah, so, it's, it's, so it's, it's a four, 950-metre swim four times around the lake. Then you do a bike course, which is 18 laps of 10Ks, and then your run course is six laps of 7Ks. And there'll be feed stations in each lap of the run and the bike and stuff as well. So, hmm, so I think it's good. Sounds I like the idea of coming in as the sun setting. I mean, sun rising. It'd be, but yeah, what time would the first? If, if 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 somebody did a About nine hour let's say nine hour they leave at six. What would that be? Six plus six, a bit three in the morning. Yeah, sun so might quite be coming no. up by then. No, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny just finishing at that time in the morning and then going, do I stay up now or do I go home and go to bed? Yes. <laughs>
1: But it's uh, good you know, You've know, got to get unique There's a lot of Iron distance races On in the UK now And this one's just Taking it to a different uh, Taking it to a different level
0: I suppose the big piece of news This week John Is that Challenge Cape Town Has been cancelled And uh, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty
1: big Kind of news from them, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's not particularly um, good, not good at all. <laughs> um, uh, who know the, the reasons they're saying is, is, athlete safety was going to be compromised. So it sounds like there may be some issues with the with the courses. It
0: sounds like me. This is me speculating. I was speaking to Victoria from Challenge, and the speculation she was just saying that you know, for the age group athletes, you know, we couldn't guarantee a safe course. So it makes me think that maybe they couldn't maintain open roads. Like I don't know. I'm just mm. total, this is purely my speculation, but it sounded the way she put the emphasis on. We couldn't protect the age group athletes. Made me think that the pros would be pretty safe. So mm. Mm, who knows? But
1: it's pretty disappointing for them. It is because especially in. in, in in the past, or if, if this was a North American race or European race, there is quite a few other alternatives. Yep. But if you'd banked on racing and uh, and not entering, say, Ironman South Africa and missed out, you're kind of a bit screwed there. So they've tried to um, soften the blow as much as they can. So um, a really good thing that they've done is uh, if you want to carry over your race entry to, to 2012 um, – you obviously get a free entry, but you, they also give you a free relay entry for families or friends. So mm, that's a exactly good move. And they've also, another good thing that they've done is they've basically given people a free entry into any challenge race around the world. So if you do want to go and do them, obviously you've then, you've then got to go and travel. So When was the race meant to be? Uh, I'm just off the top of my head. I think it was sort of March, April time, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, so very disappointing for them, um, but they've tried to, to do as much as they can to, to rectify the situation. Um, but what was interesting was WTC obviously see them as a serious competitor now, and they've offered people uh, who were entered in the race slots into a number of um, sold-out Ironman races around the world, so interesting move by them. Mm,
0: competition, eh, John? Competition's mm. a good thing. I like it. Okay, John, first sponsor. What's our first sponsor we're going to talk about today?
1: So we've got com, and Bevan's going to pull the, the page up. They've added some co- cool new features in here, and... What it is, we, we often talk about a race that's coming up and we go on there and we say, right, you know, Bob Jones is racing and he's looking at doing a, a 10 13, um, and you can sometimes put a comment in there. But what they've done now is they've sort of taken it to the next level. They've done and it for us, John. Anybody who is racing in that event that is a member and they've said, they put that into their calendar and said, yes, I'm racing there, they go through and they're all listed on the, on the page and it gives you their average time. Um, and it also puts in there... Yeah, so
0: look, you've got Paul uh, Link, and he's doing. Uh, he's the basically the first ranked athletes competitor. Oh, no, maybe he's not. He's got his goal here as well, but um, he's, for example, he's done seven Ironman races. His PB is 9.36.48. His average over these races is 10.29.36, but his goal time for Ironman, is Arizona? Arizona
1: is 9.30. And it's got your next to your, your your goal time, whether it's going to be a PB or whether if it's got a little green arrow if it's going to be PB, a little red arrow if it's not necessarily going to be a PB. So, um, oh, and yeah. Lisa, man, he's trying to step it up. He's gone two IMN and
0: nine fifty two forty one. 9.52, for 41. His average is 10.15, so obviously went a little bit slower on his first one. But then his goal time is 9.10, John. 9.10. He's trying to lose 40
1: minutes. Nice. Smoking. Let's, let's see how that pulls off in a couple of weeks. I what RPI means. Uh, RPI means race uh, the race performance index and it 's an algorithm based uh, and it 's currently about seventy five plus percent predictive when run against existing results so there you go. Sort of, uh, okay. I'm still trying to work it out myself as well, Bevan.
0: But what's cool as well is so they've got the person. Let's say we've got like our good old Caroline Ostenstein here, and uh, she's done 58 races, it, you know. So it's actually it kind of gives a bit of information that she's 37, she's a female, and uh, she lives in CA, USA. John, there you go. There you go. And got Mike Sanchez. He's got the Wolverine as photo. He's 51. Uh-huh. He's aiming to go 13 or oh, 12:30.
1: He's done a thirteen, fifteen.
0: It's probably realistic after your first race. Yes. yes. Not forty five minutes off. Yet. Yeah, it can happen.
1: Yeah. So um main thing here is if you are doing a race coming up, just get onto Athlinks and uh put it into your calendar so we can see who's racing and you can lay a bit of smackdown talk on there. Okay, John. Athlinks.com. Oh.
0: Check, check, check it out. Okay, John, what are we gonna talk
1: about next? I need to sneeze, so you tell me. Uh next up we've got uh hot topic of the week and <coughs> Many moons ago, I put a post post up there that we didn't discuss. This was well before Kona. um, And it was, in the last 12 months, what has been the best thing race organisers have done to make your race great? Uh Uh, And so I did want to make sure we bring this up, because I, I put it up there for a reason. And so a few of my picks were that people commented were, Christopher Price said, he said at Ironman Wales, they had fish and chips at the finish line for athletes. Nice Okay I'm still trying to find it John Okay Uh, last 12
0: months Okay I've got it No I've got it I'm on
1: I'm on Tao stirred up a bit of controversy He said uh, not waiting until the last finisher to do the presentations And there was a bit of rebuttal on that one Oh really? People don't like that. No, they don't. It's a hard one. That one isn't it's it? It's a very hard one because I feel house frustrations. If you're finishing in nine hours and you've got to wait, you know, if they do the presentations on the day, if you've got to wait around for hours and hours, I feel for house frustrations, but I also feel for the other people that are still out there racing. It's not very nice if you're racing and they start doing the presentations. So I see both sides of the arguments there.
0: What do you What do you do as a ra- like well, you know for your race? It's easy because it's kind of a shorter race. Shorter but if you were to put a longer race, what would you do?
1: Uh, if I was to say put on a half Iron or something, I would uh, do it as soon as the last person finishes.
0: Hmm. Tough one. That is a hard yeah. situation. Okay, I'm going to pull it up. I've finally pulled it up. Um,. Oh yeah, a bit of anger here at hotel Andrew, Tom has gone hell because you are really important Oh, but oh, bit of love, Andrew, not war Love <laughs> Good old Timmy uh, Tondall uh, Awesome support from you guys at Challenge Henley cheering you on like you were the best
1: mate Nice This was one thing that came back from me uh, from quite a few posts was the enthusiasm of marshals and supporters yeah, and it's so, so important, so, eh? Yeah, it's a big thing for me for my events I'm going to really make sure that the marshals do Rip into things and really give people a lot of support because it does make a big difference. Do you know what?
0: You know what? I've been thinking about a lot lately, John. It's in, it in our sport, it's in like you know the challenges, the WTC You know how much money they're making from us as athletes. And and, and uh, this is kind of off topic, but the idea that really they're making money off the fact that they get volunteers to do so much for them.
1: Yes and no. Yeah. Um, most what well, I think you find at most races is whilst the volunteers are not directly being paid, a lot of the time they are fundraising. Yeah, but let's say you had to pay everybody who was yep. volunteer an hourly rate, an hourly rate
0: to do a race. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, there's no way you could do
1: the races. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. I just, I just because that's what with, with the events that I put on um, with a lot you of you might good,
0: get a local like scouts group or yep,
1: something like and, and you pay them, but yeah, if you worked, worked into hourly rates, uh, I you couldn't do pay, it. it. It couldn't couldn't do it. No. no. You could still do it, but it would be uh, a lot more expensive for the athletes. Yeah.
0: Okay. Then old oh, Captain Warburg. Uh, she's just saying bear at the finish line. I'm in Ironman Austria. She loved it. She got sloshed. Man, you should have seen her <laughs> naked Tom- in no time.
1: Thomas Babington. Uh, he said at star events in Germany. You got a t-shirt with every competitor name on it. Oh, uh, that's cool. A race shirt worth wearing again, rather than um, painting in it or cleaning your bike with it. Kevin Dixon's got bouncy castles to keep the kids happy and hence the wife happy. <laughs> nice. Doran, dropping the (laughs) bass, (laughs) bosso. My local tri-series put on by Setup Events has started providing a plastic kiddies pool filled with ice and water for post-race ice ice baths. Great for coming... Off after hot races and enhanced recovery. I'll go to a Tony
0: Buckingham's going more than six months ago, but it was amazing. Lifestyle, a life sports coaching half Ironman series in Canada. A week after my wedding, race a half Ironman after a big week of drinking, and yep, I won a spot prize, which was a trip to watch Ironman Kona. Wow, I credit this with giving me the motivation to win my age group in Ironman Canada and to make Kona
1: the following year.
0: Nice, that's pretty right. awesome Nice, so some good things We interviewed Tony Beckham, didn't we? Yeah, yeah
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did, yep yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, so some good feedback there. If you're a race director, get on there and get. Try wait a, a second, Craig Brighthouse did he
0: talk about? Wait, I'm going to finish. Craig Brighthouse, exterior New Zealand, had the best awards ever. Started on time, a good venue. Uh, got through heaps of prizes and awards, and done it within 45 minutes. I, you know what, John? Mm-hmm. I'm giving myself a bit of love here because I did the the voice work for the race last weekend, mm-hmm. and we 45 minutes. Yeah, that's
1: maximum. you certainly don't want. To yeah, and over but we had heaps of prizes. Yeah, and bang, yeah, bang, bang, bang. That's what you got to do. You got to get them up in groups. You go right first. First is, first is Tom Jones, third is uh, Shania Twain, and boom, up. Wow, man, that was, that was a pretty important race. That was, that was Brad Pitt won yeah. in, in the over 40s. Yeah. <laughs> so this week. Um, John, I'm vetoing you. Oh, bloody. Oh, okay, let's have a talk about it. What do you, you got there? What is your best memory from Kona and the athlete
0: that impressed you the nah, most? Nah, over Kona. We're going to do this one, John, because you and I had a few discussions and we have differing opinion on this, and I want to see what the community thinks. So while we were in Kona, Chrissy missed out last year. You know, and she's now won four Ironmans, mm-hmm. and she's about, how old was she? Uh, she? I might do a bit of a wiki search on her. So, Christy Wellington. She's early 30s. 30, I'm going to say 33. Okay, I'm going to say she's a little bit older than that. 33 we'll just, or 34. Chrissy Wellington wiki. Here we go. Pull that I'll up. i go 34, actually. Wiki. Okay, you're going to say 34? Yes. Okay, so let's have a <laughs> look. She was Chrissy, born, if you're listening, I'm, I'm going to say 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're right. Actually, she's 34. She was born in February 18th, 1977. Same year as me, yes. so we're, we're like we're like twins. We are, but she's now 34. She's won four corners. Mm-hmm. The question I put to John was: Will she beat Pauline Newbury Fraser? Will mm-hmm. she get more? Because Pauline Newbury Batman won six, so we, we pretty much can guarantee that unless. Something freakish happens, but hey, that's the part or of the if deal. she
1: retires. Well, yeah. no, whatever. No, I can't see Chrissy
0: retiring in the next couple of years. But, you know, based on performance of Chrissy over the last few years, you've got to say she's going to be pretty confident to pick her over the next few years. Batman got six. Mm-hmm. Mark Allen and Dave Scott got six. So, you know, there's only one person who's got more than six, and that's Paula Newby Fraser. So the question is can Chrissy get more than eight wins in Kona? Natasha
1: Batman finished 14th this year, by the way.
0: Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Not bad.
1: So, so, yeah, so your question.
0: Well, because the thing is I think, you know Like, for the next few years She's going to be dominant as as it is And so The the question is Is in her late 30s Will she still be dominant enough To get that ninth win? Okay Like, if she wins for the next 4 years She's going to be 38 Now, that's assuming she has no kind of You know, sickness Or anything that happened last time Or that she doesn't have a bad day So let's say she does win The next 4 years Would she be good enough at 39 To actually still win another one? Or would it be too late? Yeah, okay, well let's discuss that next week. <laughs> He's dying on me today, guys. Oh, mate, this, He's seriously, I'm of, dying. I'm not healthy. So, wait. Um, you, you don't think she can? You, you think what are we she can? We're talking about next week. Oh, what are we talking about now. <laughs> I think she. I think it's going to be interesting. Okay, put that. When just... we talk about next week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's this week's discussion. Okay, well, we need to put some music on. Don't we need to put music yes, on? we need music. We the okay. whole show. Yeah. Okay. music in a long time because we've been away, John. Yeah. Here's some music. We'll do a little intro. We'll going to do a little intro here. Have an inter- we need an interview intro. Interview music. How about we go? Wait, why don't we call it interview
1: intro? Interview, interview intro. There nice. like you that? Go. Yeah, beautiful. So, coming up, Justin Deer um, from insurance.com. He's a Deer soul, that one.
0: He's a Deer soul. He's a soul. He's, oh. he's
1: keeping it spunky.
0: Keeping it spunky with his monkey. And here we go. Oh, we're just going to put it on straight away. Yeah, we're we'll just going Well, You don't know, want to give a bit of a wrap-up about him? We'll do that at the end. Okay. Here's... Justin Deere, the dear soul.
1: <laughs> the spunky monkey. Spunky monkey. Here we go. Okay, so today's show we're doing uh workout of the month with endurancecorner.com and we will check got- it out, endurancecorner.com. We've got Justin Deere back on the show. Welcome back, Justin.
2: Thanks, thanks for having me. Hey, before we get started, have you been doing any racing of late? Um, the last race I did was well I did a couple races, but in louisville i raced in august and finished third there and i went up to do um the pocono 70.3 got canceled yeah and uh and that was going all right but i i flatted during the bike and um i finished sixth or seventh or something like that i didn't um i had a good run after that but the race was i was kind of out of the money at that point yeah so um but i'm racing florida in a couple weeks so that was kind of that 's what i 'm gearing up towards and that 'll finish my season nice um, so one of the topics we
1: 're sort of going to cover today is um, speed work for for iron men and uh, whether it 's a good idea whether it's uh, whether it 's suitable for some people or not um, so we had uh, a few comments on on our Facebook page we had Hayden uh, Goldsack who said he likes doing five times one k efforts um, preferably downhill Ewan. Uh, oh karen said doing some 12 400s at the track gary fegan he loves the um he 21 loves 800s he comes from the brett sun school 21 yep. times 800 with 200 meters float or 13 times 600 uh 1600 so 13 times one mile with one mile um one minute per mile uh quicker than ironman pace um and then Richard Swan, he just did a little short post saying... <laughs> wrote a book. Wrote a book basically saying that uh, most Men don't really need speed work um, and we'll maybe go into his post a little bit more later on. Um, and then we had Rob Mc Richie saying he's too slow for for speed work. So, yeah, so a few, a few little posts there, and um, there is quite a bit of debate with, as to whether speed work is, uh, is is a good thing or not. So, Justin, sort of when when people talk about speed work, what what does that sort of mean for you as as an Ironman athlete and Ironman coach? Is it the same as what um, speed work might refer to, say, a pure runner, or how do you sort of define it when you're dealing with athletes? Well,
2: I think anything, you know, speed as it is is – it can be as simple as running strides at the end of a run or doing drills or something that actually works on the mechanics of running quickly. Okay. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to include you know, high heart rates or long duration or anything of that matter. But I do think that training at all intensities, no matter what type of athlete you are, is important. I think what's different is what we decide to actually get tired from.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: the, the sessions that are more specific to your event and your upcoming races are the ones that you want to put the most emphasis on. But I don't think that that means that you want to completely wipe out all the other styles of training that are out there. Totally. I mean, if, you know, if we think
1: about it from any athlete's perspective, even the elite Ironman athletes at Kona they're not really running that fast relative to how fast they can run. So you could quite easily argue that nobody should do speed work if you're saying, well, you don't actually need to run that fast. Um, but um, so. Um, what, how do you sort of work in speed work with, um, say, the athletes that, you know, as, as Swanee pointed out, might be say slower than a three and a half hour marathon, and their it, it is uh, their key limiter is a um, is really their endurance rather than necessarily their speed.
2: Right. I mean, I think I think you you can look at different athletes and and decide what it is that they may need more of or less of. Uh, I understand what he's talking about in the sense that when someone is you know, walking at the halfway point of the marathon, it didn't really matter what they ran their 400s in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if they're not running anymore, the race is pretty much over. I mean, once you start walking, that that's kind of it as far as probably any of your, your goal run times. <clears throat> but I think when you look at different athletes, you know, some athletes are particularly fast and they begin to slow down. They begin to slow down as durations get longer and longer. So if you see this a lot of times and people that were a former runner at some point or something like that, um, they, they may have the speed to still knock off, say a reasonably fast five K say, say 16, 17 minutes. Um, and yet they can't run a 3:30 marathon mm-hmm. off the bike. And, and in that case, I think you can be dealing with obviously problems on the swim and bike, but assuming that those are in place, then you are looking at somebody that probably lacks both, uh, endurance and strength, and for them, learning to sort of close the gap on the longer duration runs to their shorter duration ability is more important. Yeah. Now, if you're looking at somebody who is sort of starting Ironman or training or whatever from scratch, somebody who who isn't fast, uh, I think I'm an example of that in the sense that, you know, my when I first started the sport, I started when I was, uh, you know, sort of 19, 20, and I ran an open marathon when I was 19 years old in 4.14. 4.14? and that was was the starting point for me. And I've since, you know, 10 years later, run 2.49 off the bike. Yeah. So I don't think that you can, you know, if you'd been telling me when I was a four-hour marathoner that, you know, it would be a waste of time to train anything other than because I run too slowly, I think you'd be missing the point. I think that for people to develop as athletes and to develop as runners, they need training in every sense of the word. They need volume, they need endurance, they need speed, they need hills, they really need a bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're dealing with an athlete who, as the the distances get shorter, they don't particularly get a lot faster. Mm-hmm. They're kind of all day pace guys. And some of those guys run really good marathons off the bike relative to their run speed. But I think for them to get them to run faster uh overall, both in the off the bike sense and in the, the pure sense, you know, they may actually need a little more stimulus of, of fast running in order to recruit some faster muscle fibers and start to bring those into play when uh, when they're needed. So, so
1: what sort of um, speed sessions? I mean, I know this is a pretty open-ended question, but what, there's lots of different sessions you can do out there. Have you got any sort of classics that you like to, to give people to to get going a bit quicker?
2: Well, I, when I uh, used to uh, work with Joe Friel, And when we first started working together, he would have me do 30-30s. So, you know, 30 seconds fast, 30 seconds easy, 30 seconds fast, on and on and on. And I don't think we ever did more than about 30 minutes um, of the main set. So it would be 15 minutes of fast running uh, within 30 minutes. Uh, I think that that's a really great starting point for almost anybody. You know, even starting with 10 minutes of that or 12 minutes of that, just something that you, you run fast for a short duration, you are uneasy. You run fast, you are easy. And not to put a whole lot of emphasis on, you know, a distance, a time, a pace that you're trying to hit. You're really just allowing yourself to run fast uh, over and over again and just stay relaxed. And I know that there's been some – I'm not a, a physiology guy, but there have been studies that have shown, you know, the, th- the 30 on, 30 off gives similar benefits to some of the longer VO2 sets. Um, but with shorter recovery times.
1: So when you say so that, you're running fast, um, put that into perspective, you know, relative to, say, your, um, your 5K pace or your one-mile pace, how, how fast are you actually running?
2: I think that you're probably, um, when you start, you know, it may only be, uh, you know, if you're a little bit fatigued, then, then yeah, it might only be 5K pace or a little faster. But I think by the end, you're probably running your 1,500-meter pace uh, as you warm into it. Um, but I don't think that you... You don't at any point in time really, really want to feel like you're forcing it. I think you want to feel like you're sort of staying on top of it. So if you ran 30 of these, you're running it in a way that you could probably do 40 of them or something Mm -hmm. along those lines. So always holding a little bit back. Uh, And in the case of most people, particularly if you're dealing with Ironman stuff, you're (laughs) going to get a lot of speed out out of that. You don't need to be... Uh, trying to get that last percent by really trying to dig into yourself to get the speed going.
0: When you're doing these types of sessions, you know, like that they are tend to be more kind of uh, you know riskier sessions on the body. Well, you know, there's a definitely a more fatigue factor that comes into it. You know, the, the benefits you feel the speed will come on, but what do we have to be aware of in the cost in doing that through the overall training picture?
2: Well, I, like I said uh, early on, I think when you're really looking at how you, what do you want to get tired at or what do you want to get tired from versus how do you want to be training because you know you can you can incorporate some speed sessions that could be as, as simple as you know just, just 10 minutes worth of 30 30 seconds on 30 seconds off and and uh, warm up and cool down and that would be it um, as opposed to say running 2400s or something like that where you're going to create an extensive recovery time, and, you know, based on the time of year, that may not be something that you really want to be getting that tired from. So if you're six weeks out from an Ironman, you know, trying to, to really get everything out of a, a session of 400s that requires 48 hours of recovery may not have been as beneficial as doing, you know, a 90-minute run in the hills where you're doing more sort of steady state strength running. But if it's, if it's at a time of year where you're far away from the long-distance events – I think you can take uh, a little more risk in terms of the recovery time that's going to come from uh, from some some longer speed work sessions. And then also, I think, you know, the standard running on grass, running on dirt, running on the track, running even on the treadmill um, when, when doing fast work um, in order to sort of reduce the impact, um, you know, ice baths or uh, cold creek uh, soaks afterwards, those two types of things, those will all, definitely help as well good warm ups and cool downs so the standard type of stuff i think that you really want to take into account when you're doing any sort of session that's going to push you forward in your fitness
1: and obviously if you've never done any speed work before in your entire life you need to take it fairly cautiously in the build up i think one of the um one of the the things that, that some people maybe take for granted if they come from an athletic background is the ability to go hard. Um, and I think for the people that are coming into the sport that have not done any endurance sports or, or competitive sports in their life, and, the, and and obviously their key limiter is generally going to be endurance, um, one of the things I really find that athletes benefit a lot from from doing harder work or speed work is the, the mental gains, because they don't, they need to learn the ability to be able to to push and to be able to. If they can't race regularly, um, then they need to learn how to do that in training. So I think that's another benefit you get from doing doing the harder work. Is that something you find as well? And, and maybe from your experience as well, when you first started racing, were you able? Did you have the ability to push hard for for long
2: periods? Uh, you know, I think I think you know maybe I, I did have the ability to push for for long periods of time, but. Um, there's also a certain, I think that I had a certain tendency to appreciate different types of discomfort than maybe some other people. So I would, I would appreciate the sort of Ironman discomfort more than a 5k discomfort. Mm. So those lines, I think that it's good, just like you were saying for the mental gains of people, uh, to, to go out and do some, do some things that they can actually race. I mean, if you're, if you're doing a, if you're a 13, 14, 15 plus, our Ironman person, you certainly have goals that go into your race, but they're not the same as trying to go and race a 5k as fast as you can. It's just a different, it's a different context of what's going on. So I think that being able, I I try to encourage people to do events that are short enough that they can race them Mm -hmm. because I think so much of the endurance training and the go long mentality, I think it gets you complacent. And you know something like a like a five k or you know if it's on the bike like a twenty k time trial ten mile time trial something like that something that's repeatable that's fun and that gives you a little bit of competition um, maybe during the times of year when you're you're not really getting that in.
0: What, what, what about regards to when to fit the training in? You know, like if you're going to be doing speed work, if we're looking at the whole year picture. You know. As you were saying earlier, there's times where you probably don't want to be doing that much speed work leading into a race. So if we are thinking of the big picture of it, kind of how many sessions a week would we be aiming for to incorporate speed into our training? And over the kind of year period, when would we kind of be looking
2: to do more of it? Well, I think I think you could have one, um, one speed session during the week, no matter what. So if it was early in the year, you might be able to do a bit more work, like, you know, Um, the 20 minutes of of fast running within a, uh, within a one hour workout or something like that. Um, As the Ironman would get closer, you might shift one of your qualitative sessions to be more of a threshold or, or slightly slower session um, as well as your long run. And then you might keep a little bit of speed work, but it could be something as simple as just doing some pickups within an an otherwise easy run. So it could just be, you know, I'm going to run 30 to 40 seconds fast with one to two minutes easy in between six to eight times during one of my easy runs during the week. Just something that keeps your turnover going, keeps you uh, keeps you a little bit spunky and uh, isn't really going to force any extra recovery. It's not really going to get you that tired. It's more of a make you feel good session as opposed to let's get tired from running really fast session. Got to keep the spunk in there. Keep the spunk in there, John. <laughs> um, any other things you want
1: to sort of point out about
2: um, speed sessions or any other things you had? Um, well, I think one of the things that I see um, that I was thinking about while I was running today is uh, I see a lot of problems come from from folks that have a uh, that have a run background that are particularly fast. I think those are the ones that can – do the most damage to themselves when they were trying to get ready for an Ironman. Because the reality is, is the paces that are sometimes required during the Ironman training, they just feel so slow to them. Um, they, they feel like, uh, I mean, if they were a miler or a 1500 meter runner or a 5k runner, and, and if they were doing quite well at it at a, at a young age, then, you know, running at seven minute mile pace or something like that can just feel like they're going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so they'll want to incorporate some of that faster running so that they feel good and they tend to run it a bit fast. Even within that context, it's not really a reflection of their current fitness level. They're more going back to what they used to be. And I see that both in runners and swimmers, but with swimmers, they don't have to deal with the, the, uh, the breakdown component that comes with running. You know, they can they can go and blow up at swim sessions and eventually they kind of just get fit and they, they make it to the end of the swim sessions, even though they were starting out a little bit too hard. I see that with running and then I see a lot of former runners getting injured in Ironman training because I believe that they're just doing their, their running a bit quicker than than might be necessary because they already have a fairly good amount of, of leg speed, even um, even if it's not what it used to be. Mm hmm. And what else is happening with uh, Endurance Corner at the moment?
1: Have you got any uh, sort of end-of-season camps, or when do you start cranking back into things?
2: Well, they, uh, the guys did a short little um, late-season Ironman camp this past weekend down in, in Tucson that was uh, four days long. It's mostly people that are getting ready for Ironman in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And um, so we'll have a little break here, and then we'll kick off next year with the Tucson camp, which is – the last weekend of February to the first weekend of March, and uh, and we'll also have the Boulder camp on the schedule, like the last three years, which is uh, of the last full week of June. We uh, so we, actually, a- we were actually
0: speaking to some guys in Kona who'd done your camps, and they just said they're really really awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's great. Um, you know, we we take a lot of pride in them. We work hard at them, and uh, we like people to feel like they get their money's worth in, um in what and get whatever it is that they want out of the camps.
0: Cool. So if you want to go to do a camp, go to endurancecorner.com. Is there a slash here. Where do we
2: go on your website? If you go, if you go on the website, there should be – let me pull it up right now just so I see it. Um, it says camps and on the top, sort of at the top, and then uh, there's a drop-down tab that will have Tucson and Boulder in there. Cool.
1: Nice. So if anyone wants to check that out, check com. Good luck with uh, with Florida. We look Kick forward some butt. to reporting on that in a couple of weeks. And hopefully next time we talk, we can be talking to a new Ironman champion. No <laughs> <Nice> pressure. <guys. laughs> awesome. Thanks very <laughs> Thanks much, guys. Mason. There was Justin Deere, the, the Spunky Monkey. Spunky Monkey. Um, so I think... <laughs> Uh, firstly, how does Richard Swan post a, a, a no? Comment Facebook Facebook way?
0: allows you to do it now. because oh, they, they want more communication. Do. Yeah, so so because Google Plus came along, Google Plus said, yeah, you put your whole post up here, and then Facebook said, oh, actually, we need because we want to own you. Mm. So yeah, that's why they're So Richard do that Swan,
1: now. if you're interested in reading his comments, if you want to read a book um, regarding yeah. this, he firstly slammed somebody else who put a post up there again, okay, guys. Love on our Facebook page, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Now this is now there's a suggestion of twelve times four hundred uh, session. With all due respect, this is. A a ridiculous suggestion <laughs> I cannot imagine any circumstances where a marathon runner would do that type of session let alone an Man athlete. Um, so Swanee sort of goes on to say a bit about, um, about you know, maybe strength training might be a better idea than doing speed training and I think what Justin said about um, keeping a bit of a balance is, is really important but in terms of my opinion on, on speed training I really think uh, in your off season especially and we're talking running here um, fantastic opportunity to do some faster work with your running and and some shorter racing and, and as I sort of tried to allude there I think the mental benefits from learning how to push yourself from an athlete who if you've got issues um, being able to push yourself in races and you find yourself cracking quite a bit mentally doing short racing and some harder training is, is really really important but you've got to get that mix right. You know, when we talk about speed work, there's, there is the the, the the fast sort of thirty second work that Justin was talking about, but also you know you work at your anaerobic threshold, work at your aerobic threshold. And I think that's um, what was the guy we interviewed in kind of Matt Dixon. Yep, Dixon. He was sort of saying the same things. You need a bit of a balance across all three. Um, No, across all your sort of zones and you need the appropriate amount And it varies quite a lot from athlete to athlete Uh, So timing wise, you know, smacking out a huge amount of speed work Five weeks before your Ironman, probably not the best thing in the world to be doing But certainly for you guys who are going into your off season If you're going into a single discipline focus, uh, a bit of speed work with the running Built in appropriately, can do some good things Do you know what John? What? It'd be nice to be Christy Wellington Why?
0: Well, because I'm just on a wiki page of you're I'm about to I'm not listening to. I <laughs> know yes. oh, speed work, yes, off season it's important, but she, she just—it must be nice. Look at it; it's just first and first, 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 first. first, yeah. first. She's got she's got a couple of seconds in non Ironman races, and she once got 20 seconds, on mm. She must have cried herself to sleep that night, but she just wins everything. Mm. Oh. Totally. She doesn't know what it's like to be real with me. No,
2: <laughs> you lose all the time. Yeah, you get crushed. <laughs>
0: you get crushed. You think you're doing everything wrong. Like, <laughs> right, she's on fire. Okay, John cool. Oh,
1: sponsor. Next sponsor. Who are we talking about? Coffee's, Coffee's Talk about Chrissy again. And the uh, Chrissy Coffee's still up there. Using oh, The great. Code, code Smiles is gonna. I don't know if it's gonna stay there permanently or whatever it's gonna do,
0: but. Uh, Get yourself some Chrissy well, Coffee. No, but what's great about the Chr- uh, Chrissy Coffee, John, is that actually proceeds are going to the foundation she always supports the mm-hmm. John The John Foundation. Yeah,
1: no, what's going guy- I don't know if I think they are going to John Blaise Foundation. They're going to a foundation. Um it's maybe it's is it? it is. Okay. Yeah, she supports a lot, because that's why she, what she does? does the role. I know, but I don't know whether it's going to that one or not. Um we can check that out in just a second but the other thing that they've got on there that a lot of you often probably ask questions to them uh, to coffees again, of yeah. hawaii again i am going to but uh it was about shipping and what they've got now on the home page of coffees of why is they've got frequently asked questions about shipping so oh, great. if you're concerned about you know obviously it's coming from kona and how long it's going to take to get there and costs and what have you um just go on to the coffees of com. there's a little um uh, little thing down in the corner there which basically says uh shipping information and frequently asked questions and you can get on there and it Tells you all the stuff you need to know about domestic shipping in the States and also international orders.
0: they just and they've also got a bit here about for the international orders. They're saying for most international people it takes around seven two to seven days, but for some countries like New Zealand it can take a little longer than the next couple of weeks. So, you know, they they've got all the options here. A little
1: big description. It's actually quite well detailed, isn't it? It's got a nice background on it as well. Yeah, it's got sandwich items. So, so go to coffeesofway.com, Bevan, and let's see which, which foundation her money's going to oh, Okay, let's talk, Okay, you start talking, John. And the Albinator is, uh, is on fire. Fastly, as fastly as in the world. athlete in the world at both marathoning and... Uh, and Where will um, we find Chrissy Coffee? We'll we'll go go products.
0: Products, okay. Um, home, Chrissy Coffee. Where is it, John? I can't see it, can't see it, can't see it. Oh, here we go. 100% Chrissy Coffee. Okay, here we
1: go. Chrissy Queen... Blazeman Foundation. Yes. They just changed that. used to be a different one. They changed it from yes. week to week. Yes. Um, yes. So this week it's Blazeman Foundation. Next week it'll be a different foundation. Also Gills Education There Nepal. you go. That's the one I was thinking. Oh, of course of. you were. So we were both right.
0: <laughs> there you of go. Course. Both right. I don't know. I get it, eh? Hey? Um, okay, that's uh, coffeesofway.com. Check it out. Honestly, um, you know what's really great about Coffees of y is he loves – I would always talk about how great you guys are. You know, he, he loves it when you guys email him and stuff. So, yeah, just – Get by them, keep supporting them. They're supporting the show. Okay, John, it's questions yeah, answers. and answers. James DeWise, one botel tried to generate a Facebook discussion twice on Ironman Pay Talk, but it didn't stick, so here it is. WTC have adopted another... 20 Iron... press-ups for you there, Bevan. No, because... Oh, it is two. Okay, I'll do them later on. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. WTC have <laughs> adopted another Ironman Talk idea given to give guaranteed entry to those completing 12 Ironman Pay Plus increased chances of those successive lottery entries So what does the community want to focus on? Let's face it Whether directly or indirectly This community has been massive influence on the sport over the last 5 years Let's just see from the list Drug testing, check Pros racing head to head, check feeder um, races for junior pros, check Incentivize more racing, check Kona slots for dedicated Ironman races, check um, extended draft zone. Check. Move championship race from Clearwater. Check. Yes. More races and more geogra- uh, geographics gra- locations. <laughs> check. More money for pros and progress. But it's getting better and more races. So we can pretty much take credit for everything, John. Can't exactly. we? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. They've done everything we've requested of them, and uh, we'll keep those requests going in. And what's the next big thing we want, John? Uh Well, we'd like a uh, five-star room <laughs> in Kona for two weeks With wives and families all invited as well and Of paid,
0: all our listeners and be paid $10. So we actually want a hotel for well, our listeners We'll take up the whole King Kang Hotel Yeah, that's right Don't worry about your own coordination, WGZ We want the IM Talk Hotel for Kona there you go. And any listener, they'll even pay for you to go, I go mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. Pay five-star food and everything That's right You'll there get you to go. come out on the boat Yes yeah, yeah, We'll have a special we'll boat for us Yeah Oh yeah, WGT—they deliver. That's, you know, and that's what we're working
1: for next. And they're listening to us. Okay, John Thorsten sent through another one. We need to open up that link because um, I can't open up on my computer here. But oh, okay. So Thomas, he's, he's... Thomas Peoples uh, sent. Torsten an email um, just about the more week the, through. the 12 Ironmans and how many people would compete. And, and obviously Torsten's um, stats are, is mainly revolves around pros, but he did just a quick sort of pricey um, look around things, and his estimation was that he, he thought there'd be ballpark around about 250 people that have done... Uh, Twelve I'm answered. So that was a very much a ballpark figure. So I'm sure WTC have done a, done similar sort of work trying to figure out roughly how many, how, and that's how they came up with the number twelve. Yeah, I'm
0: sure you know they're not stupid. They're going to do the numbers behind the scenes to figure out you know how they're going to incorporate you know because at first there's going to be a big pile up of people who may want to take that opportunity, and they're going to have to limit that somehow, aren't they? Mm. And they'll have to figure out a way to do that. The other thing that's going to be interesting is that you know you go on the forum since we'd kind of put this out there. It it's definitely motivating people to do Ironman races. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's definitely motivating people. You know, people saying, "Well, I was thinking about doing another race, but you know, I've I've done six Ironman. i am make you know try pop out six in the next few years so I get to Kona. So it's it's definitely a pretty good move from WTC yeah. in doing that. But it could create a bit of a backlog that could be hard to manage
1: for them. Who knows. Who knows? Mm. Yeah, you know, Again, if you said somebody's done six, it's going to take them a few years to get up. Well, get it depends how motivated you are. Know, like, you could probably have three in two years, three a year, Good. you know. and You've got to have a pretty decent bank balance to be able to do that. Yeah, well, let's be honest, our support's not poor people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Thorsten's come through again. And uh, one other piece of news Challenge Wanaka. Um, Sam Wariner and Gordon McCauley are doing a camp down there from 11th to 13th of oh, November, great. if you're keen. Um, so just go on to Challenge Wanaka um, website And you'll be able to find out more information about that One nickname which we may have missed off That we'd done um, Ian the Saviour Tanner Nice, did you and, bring up that one? Sorry? Did you I make it that one? Yeah, but it was a while ago So I can't remember why it was But he's the saviour He's
0: yeah. our saviour the, You're the saviour Ian mm. You saved us and final
1: sponsor for the day...
0: Stream Endurance. they have got a new website, John. Check out the new okay, website. Okay, wait a second. I'm going to put up. Wait a second. You keep I, talking.
1: I, I popped up yesterday just saying what are we going to talk about today? And I went, boom. That's a X brand Endurance. spanking a new website. So xendurance.com. Um, you get on there. Quite a few of you guys picked up samples in Kona, so hopefully you're enjoying them. That We basically had the little travel packs uh, over there that had... A week's worth. Yeah, basically had a week's worth of stuff. So when you're oh, when you're heading off the races... It up. Yes. Look at all that background. I, I don't think they've called.
0: Oh, no, they're still called it Extreme Endurance. Yes, Extreme Endurance. Yeah. Proven Science.
1: So it's, just, it's just how laid, it works. There was a video of how it works. And one good thing that they've got on there is, is their blog page, and that's sort of race reports from from athletes. I um, saw... So, um, Tams and Lewis Had a report up there um, And yeah It's just laid things out A bit easier So you can find out All the information Got It's got the the Clinical studies on there As well um, Obviously got the links Off their Facebook page And stuff So uh, got the, Also if you want to Get the
0: newsletter Which I imagine Is probably not a bad thing Because often deals Come through on newsletters So mm. you can check out those They've got the science They've got the products They've got a little bit About the company Athletes They've got their blog You know
1: obviously Contact as well So we um, have got the drink coming out soon, the Extreme Endurance drink. Um, oh, they have I haven't got the exact launch date, but that, but that's coming up. So remember, go on there, use your code IMTALK and you get a 20% discount and you're away laughing. You're going to reduce your lactic, you're going to buffer your lactic acid and you're going to enhance your recovery, so you're going to smoke it in there. Got, big big huh? got a big list of sponsors. Mark Miller, effects. he looks he's, like
0: he's a race car driver. He is, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. So the the hard diversifying. Oh, it's
1: hard work doing that race car driving, apparently. Well, we had a couple of dudes at Kona
0: who were top indie mm-hmm. car drivers. Right. I don't know who they were, but apparently they were pretty yeah. famous. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so ten Bragg. Yeah. So check, check, check it out. Xendurance.com. Get onto it, team. Check out the new website, and while you're there, buy yeah. something. Buy something and say, Bev and John, they sent us in your direction. Exactly. They love that. They yes. love it. Okay, John, Bo, what's the goss? Oh, is that us? We, geez, okay, sponsors quickly Coffees of com,
1: Chrissy Coffee, Uh Race
0: Wrap Up, and Extreme Endurance. New website, John. What's the goss, John? What is the goss? I think we're going to be under an hour. We've got the interview on there, remember? Yeah, we've only done 20 oh, minutes. well, first week back. Yeah, I imagine people got sick of listening to us, to be honest. I'm sure they probably did. Yeah.
1: Uh, what's the gospel, Evan? Well, everything's going to change in New Zealand because we, we're going to have some... Uh, we'll find out what's going on in the rest of the world because we won't have uh, 60 minutes of rugby news every night, which I'm not complaining about No, at mainly, all. I, complaining. I did not
0: watch the news last night. When yeah, the, yeah I'm it was not quite complaining.
1: cool. Um, but the rest of the world seems to have stopped over the last... Uh, what were the highlights of, of the weeks? Rugby World Cup for you? Um, well, my, my father-in-law came around yesterday and he said, oh, I just feel a bit flat after that game because, uh, because we didn't perform amazingly well. They won, they won, a win is a win. And yeah, it wasn't even in, even in the last
0: moment when we won, mm. you know, because the way we won it, what happened basically, if you don't know much about rugby, is that there were four minutes to go, they were attacking us pretty hard. And, and basically, if they got an opportunity to score, they would have won. And we managed to turn the ball over and get the ball back. And then we basically just sat on top of the ball and, and killed the game for the last four minutes, so we guaranteed the win, which is the wise thing to do. But it was a bit of an
1: anticlimax, wasn't it? It was. So, you know. It, that you saw the same things happen in that last uh, quarter of the game, where you could see the pressure. They were crumbling a bit under the pressure. They were just sort of kicking the ball around, and, and so that, yeah, that was my only disappointment. But it, but so a win is a win. You take it, and, and you know what? At the end of day, awesome. I, we were the best team of the World Cup. Mm. You know what I mean? Like so. So, World Cup's over. Uh, so I've got to uh, struggling with sickness. I've got mm. been sick for. I've got really sick over the weekend, and I'm really. Not feeling very confident about my race, which is in about uh, two or three weeks' time in oh, Auckland. Oh, really? It's on the 20th of November, World Cup uh, race in Auckland, which is a selection race for the New Zealand team. Three weeks. 20th of November. But so you'll, you'll qualify, won't you? Oh, qualified. but uh, I don't think I'll put in a particularly strong showing. So that's a little concerning for me. And what's happening on your phone, Bevan? Do you want to look at my phone? Oh, I cracked it. I cracked my Should have got iPhone. one of those in, in Kona. So <sighs> other than that, Bevan. Um, not a lot of Been Cleaning the pool, getting the pool ready for swimming. I've just had a week up in kiteri well, Awesome. a bit of gossip? Up How up was that? Up there. I was swimming in the sea. Uh, oh, really? wetsuit on. Oh, I was going to say, it, a bit cold. It was nice and just good family time. So I don't think I've, I've hardly been home since the middle of August. So it's nice to be home. Yeah, no it's like that though, when you've mm. been away for a while. John, I mean, you know what's really exciting in my
0: life right now? What? I've finally made it. Right. You know, because I know you and I claim about our... I don't, well, I don't claim well, anything. What great celebrity are we now? about Z grade. No, no I think no,
1: we're maybe
0: Maybe M. M. Yeah, I think we're probably about to M. M. You know, it's a few years. We've been around for a few years in this sport, you know, group fitness world. That's pretty mm-hmm. massive. Out there. Mm-hmm. You know, M's probably about yeah. Well, John, I made it onto ESPN. I uh,
1: saw somebody post that, yes. Yes, and,
0: and not just these people in our world yeah. saw it. I got a text from a friend from overseas saying, I was watching ESPN, and you're in the background. So when was that? When Macca was doing an interview, Macca was doing a post-race interview, and I was just doing what I was doing out the back you know, as mm. people were coming in. I haven't seen it myself, um, but
1: I, I would like to see it. Yeah. It's, it's my
0: ESPN moment. And, uh, yeah, and I'm, I must be in the background so at some stage. Right. right yeah. well, yeah. on,
1: Congratulations.
0: Well, you know, i probably go up to A grade now. <laughs> me it. and Brad. Me and yeah. Brad yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> what else is happening? Um, not much, John. Not much. Yeah. Um, it's, summer's coming. Summer is coming. We brought an outdoor table, John.
1: Nice Have you seen the outdoor table I've not seen your Spent outdoor table Spent a lot of money on the outdoor
0: table Good
1: Yeah good. Different girls are different to boys sometimes aren't they Because mm. it's Well is, is that how you explain the, the the birds and the bees to Tyler Yep Girls boys and, and boys there's, are different There's a
0: few differences we need to figure out yeah. <laughs> Wait some time to try and figure them out No because we bought this beautiful outdoor table And it's looking very nice And it was a little bit more pricey than I'd normally buy Yeah
1: But it's beautiful At full price yeah, You paid full price Well
0: There's no option John If you want quality okay, You don't get it from the warehouse yeah, You
1: still get a bargain No uh,
0: we didn't get a bargain And That is disappointing But summertime When we have barbecues You'll come around
1: here And you'll sit down on our chair And you go wow mm. Quality I'll oh, be sitting here going Bevan got <laughs> suckered And he didn't pay, pay Full price for this <laughs> That's what I'll be thinking What else have we been we school holidays Yeah Tired Were you tired When you got back from Kota uh, I just I can't remember what it was that seemed a long time ago. You were on holiday, didn't you? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I like slept for a day and a half when I got back. I had this yeah. meeting the night afterwards because well, yeah. for the running business. we got this new girl coming on board. And uh so we had a meeting and she came around and I was literally falling asleep and it was <laughs> pretty embarrassing, but that's okay. I survived. Okay, John, well we haven't really got much cost this week.
1: No. Let's wrap it up. I'm Russ.
0: I'm Don't Train hard. Train smart.
1: Keep it. Car.